Who's crying? Kitty. Kitty's crying? Yeah. Sucks. Kitty is our cat for our listeners. We named our adult male cat Kitty. Kitty. Well. He earned that name. He did earn it. He earns it every day. We chose a different name for him, but Kitty fits better. <laughs> it does. He's a basic bitch. Yeah, he is. And he owns it. Hello and welcome to That Happened, where I tell Scoot strange history. That, that happened. happened. Excellent. Very good. Very good. Uh, Scoot, how's your week been? It's been a slow week. It has been. It's like that last week before the holidays. Yeah. And it's like it drags. Got two more days next week and then it's holiday break for me. Hell yeah. It was four days. I know. Thankfully, you asked two days off and then you found out that your work has nothing for you to do. Oh, my gosh. I know we're it's getting really slow for the holidays. So I'm really glad that I'm only working two days next week. I'm glad too. Should be a fun week. I don't want to just sit there and clean for 10 hours a day. You don't? That's not your favorite thing? No, sadly it's not. If it was, I think I would be really happy. I really thought you'd learn to embrace the suck. You know, we're not in the army anymore, so I don't have to. It's um, one of the best lessons in self-care and self-love for me is all the fucked up shit that we had to do in the army to make us feel worthless. Yeah. Now it's like, not only get I, do I get to do self-care, but I get to, in my head, be like, I do what I want to all those old commanders. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting on a coat today. No one can tell me I'm not. Mm-hmm. It's cold. 68 degrees out, I can wear whatever I want. Yeah. Big jacket. No yeah. one can say anything. And a ha- earmuffs. Yeah. I don't know if that doesn't make sense to some listeners, but they'll be all right. So today's story is the oldest story we've done yet. Really? Yeah, but I think you'll like it. I think it should be pretty fun. Um, do you remember our oldest story we've done so far? Um, was it the Pope? It was. It was the Cadaver Synod. Wow. With the um, Port for Pope Formosus. Yeah, I remember you were having a hard time finding information because it was so old. Or maybe there was a lot of different sources. I don't know. No, you're right. You're right. The further back you go, the fewer and more select sources you get. Yeah. Um, but that is a fun challenge for us to make it real and relatable because it's still people, even though it's 1,200 years ago. So what year does this one take place? Well, I just gave you a big hint. 1,200 was, years ago? No, it was the wrong hint. Uh, I gave you the wrong hint, the wrong number. <laughs> the 13th century. No, that is... 800 years ago. Okay, that's oh. pretty close. Actually. I just, you said 12, so I just didn't, I didn't do any math. Oh. <laughs> Subtract from 2000 It would now. be the 9th century. So that's when Pope Formo- Formosus was. The was 800s? In the 800s, yeah. His reign was late 800s. Wow. Um, we've talked a little bit about Eleanor. She's up in the 10, 1100s. So this is before, way before that. Yeah. Um, 
and way before Pope Formosus. So our story today takes place in the 500s. Wow. Yeah. Um, historically called the Dark Ages, cool. which isn't exactly kosher anymore. It's not cool to say Dark Ages. Uh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that either because <laughs> that's what I was taught. But I guess historians don't refer to it as that. Um, they just don't have a lot of information from it. So, because they That's when they taught it, the dark ages. they taught us the dark ages in school. At least for me, in the nineties, it was like nobody had any education. They didn't know anything. They were just like um, completely backwards. Mm-hmm. And so it was the dark ages because they were dumb yeah. or, or uneducated. Now um, that's still kind of true. But there were educated people, so I guess they decided not to use it. Not to call it that anymore. Um, <clears throat> but it is relevant for today's story. Uh, before we get into it, I am going to read a little. We've got this is a guide written in the 1300s. Okay. It's like a farmer's almanac, yeah. but it was written um, by an, a Venice merchant um, on how to know if about the upcoming year weather oh okay so the story is about weather yeah Yeah. and this the predictions were based on it does january 1st start monday tuesday wednesday thursday etc etc okay um most of them are like great year great year good stuff happening good stuff happening but only one day of his seven day predictions did bad stuff happen friday it's tuesday Oh, I feel that. Yeah, right? I get it. Yeah, That's Tuesday, the worst Mondays, day of the week. Mondays aren't as bad as Tuesdays for some reason anymore. Yeah, it's no fun to go back to work, but Tuesdays are like the They're rough. dragon. Oh, my gosh. So the year feels the same. The moon and the cycles feel the same. Yeah. What year does this one, <clears throat> 2024, start? That's a good question. Let me pull up my calendar. Oh. I pulled up my calendar I, and then closed it. I think on it's, Monday. Oh, it's gonna be a good year. Pretty well. Next year is gonna be rough. The what? Twenty twenty five. Is it Tuesday then? Well, I thought it moved back a day. Maybe it doesn't. Okay, that is an interesting question to decipher at another time. Okay, I've, that I, would take a lot more clicking than. <laughs> I thought it was like every year. It's like. It just cycles like back one day. Like I don't if know. Christmas this year is on Monday. Next mm-hmm. year it'll be on Tuesday, and then the next year it'll be on Wednesday, and it just like works its way back. Unless it's a leap year. And then it starts over. Yeah, that's why I don't know how the leap year works because every four years. Well, it's an extra day. Right. That's what I'm saying. Or is it a shorter day? It's an oh extra. Oh my gosh! This is why we have calendars now. You just buy yeah. a calendar or use your phone. <sighs> so let me read this quote. About years that begin on Tuesday. If the 1st of January comes on a Tuesday, the winter will be long. The spring and summer damp. There will be much rain, much snow. The autumn will be dry. There will be little grain. There will be mortality among pigs and sheep. Mortality of women and many ships will be lost. There will be an abundance of honey and a scarcity of flax. There will be a great plague. Much fruit, much oil, and there will be great disturbances among the Romans. Oddly specific, right? Yeah. But overall, uh, a lot of bad things 
dry autumn. It was a lot of bad things. A yeah. lot of snow, death of pigs, sheep, women. Ships. Ships. No flax. And, of course, the disturbed Romans, which I just yeah. love that. I mean, you know, it was a Venice merchant. So maybe we can infer disturbance among people in general, right? Yeah. Because he's Roman. Um, oh, and the plague. Can't forget the plague. He did say, ah, oh, there's going to be a plague. No big deal. Let's move on. I really want to know what's going to happen on Monday. Well, this isn't about Monday. You're going to have to go find that on your own. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I will tell you that it's mostly good things. Okay, cool. The only other day that had a semblance of bad in terms of weather was Sunday. Really? But it wasn't near as bad as this Tuesday. So Tuesdays are the worst day yes. to start a year on. According to the Merchant of Venice. <laughs> Shakespeare joke. I trust him. I think yeah. it checks out. <laughs> I mean, where else would you go? I think it checks out. That is the ultimate way to discover things. I'm going to think about January 1st all the time now on what day of the week it is. That's well, so interesting. I will print out that thing if you like. Yeah. And so you can have them. I would love that. It's well, in the sources, listener. It's in the sources if you want to find it as well. Yeah, I want to know. Um, I always got to have them sources. Okay, uh, so I read you that thing. The year 536 began on a Tuesday. Okay. Do you know, does that year ring a bell? Nope. Nothing? No. Okay. Um, well, I will tell you that today's story is largely about uh, the weather, as you might guess. Cool. I love the weather. I know. You're such I'm so, a... Man, I have so many emotions wrapped up in, with weather. Yeah. It can be a great day or it can be a really bad day based on the weather for me. That's my favorite part of um, being around you is just your complete dad energy that you carry. <laughs> it's yeah. older than you are because uh, you're not too old, but your dad energy is like 45, I oh, think. Oh, yeah, I and think so. You just like, there's a storm coming. You'll find him cross-armed at the front window. Just watching Talking the about the world. grass. It, uh, and then it goes right around our neighborhood. I'm so disappointed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We live oh in a vortex. God. I've been waiting for this storm all week. And then Sorry. it goes right around. And I'm like, oh, I guess we're just. I don't like the rain. In the heat again. But we do get plenty of rain. We just don't get the really bad rain. Yeah. And if we do get really bad rain, it's for like five minutes. Okay. So medieval winter in the 500s. We're going to talk about. What peasants did in the winter. And this is in Italy, right? We're talking about Europe. Europe in general. I've got information kind of across for what their life is like from like Scandinavia to southern Italy, southern Europe. Okay. Um, uh, So I'm going to start and give you some facts, then I'm going to kind of ask you what you know. Okay. Give you some basics so you can kind of set your world. Right. And then have you try to imagine and picture and then give you some more information. Um, this is not like medieval ages. We, most of us think like Eleanor of Aquitaine era. Yeah. <clears throat> when we think middle ev- medieval ages, like that late medieval ages where it's like uh, more settled and we're about to burst into the Renaissance, which is like this crazy time of technological advances and stuff it's like right on the edge this is the 500s right so this is like right after the defeat of i have no idea rome the roman empire oh it's just a couple hundred years after roman empire which was massive fell 
collapsed. Wow. It straight up collapsed. And so, like, it was huge, right? And so there's kind of these people living all over the world, pretty much, Asia and Africa and Europe. And um, the people who, like, took their money and managed their aquifers and infrastructure and gave them laws and was their boss just disappeared. And so we have this group of people in the 500s that are just f- solely focused on subsist- subsistence farming and, like, survival. Yeah. It's so, wow. I I don't know much about Rome in general. I know, like, basic things about it. I, when You're you not say, thinking about the Roman Empire all no, the time? No, I'm really not. That's the meme. I, yeah. I, I feel like I think about it more than you do, to be honest. I, I think so, too. I don't really think about it that much. Um, but when you say medieval times, I'm always picturing like knights in armor, right, on horses and like dragons and stuff, right. There was definitely fighting. Yeah, like crusades and stuff, right? Right. I don't know if this is the right well, time frame, but that's what I picture. We're all, not I don't quite Romans, there. Though. We're not quite at the crusades, because like again, this is only a couple hundred years after the fall of Rome. The fall of the Roman Empire. Yeah, and it's like. We have so little information, like written down stuff for hundreds of years because people were just trying to get their shit together. Um, I had a high school teacher of history and she talked a lot about how if you look throughout the history of society, we go through like a switch and we flip back and forth between urbanization and then what she called running to the hills. So everyone moves to the city. And then the next generation or whenever that's not working, everyone runs out. Like, I think people really want right now is to go out into the hills, get a house, get some land. I think so, too. And just be on your own. And then the next generation's all going to move to the city. Like, that is a normal history thing. Yeah. And so I like to think of this era as running to the hills. <laughs> Everyone's just like, I'm just going to do my own thing. Please leave me alone. Yeah. Going to go out there. Going to survive. <clears throat> gonna do what I'm feeling like. Right. Small communities, um, not a lot of big cities, not a lot of big countries. All like the bosses are provinces and lower level. Yeah. Right. Um, we do have the Byzantine Empire, which is what's left of the Roman Empire. And it's mostly middle, m- the Middle East, which is like Persia, Iran, stuff like that. Okay. Right. Well, not quite that area, but that's about where it is. It's yeah. not Italy. The Roman Empire, when it fell, turned the Byzantine Empire, which was to the east. East, okay. Uh, <clears throat> let me check my notes really quick, because I think I got almost everything. The only thing I wanted... There's two more key points I wanted to hit, is one, survival is key. And so, in my mind, it's like the medieval apocalypse. Right. Like, think of all the modern apocalypse movies that comes out. And there's, like, abandoned structures everywhere, and you're like, that's not how it is anymore. And so I feel like that's the mindset of these people. Yeah. Because while we were uh, there, they must have had stories of being ruled by the Romans or, like, attacked by the Romans or attacking others. And they're like, yeah, all right, Grandpa. Yeah, like, you back know, in my day. Yeah, no one cares. That's not what we're about right now. We're just trying to get by. It's just so much like the zombie movies and stuff like that. So that is yeah. like the vibe of this time. And it's also, I keep bringing up Charlemagne. Because for me, Charlemagne has become like a key pivot point. Mm, yeah. 
And so I'm like, where does this story fit around Charlemagne's story? Do you remember anything about Charlemagne? Nope. Okay, cool. Um, We talked about him a little before, but basically he started the new Holy Roman Empire that comes later. Okay. That's when we get popes and stuff. Okay. Right? I mean, we still have popes, but that's when we get powerful popes. Right. That can assign the new emperor. Yeah, with all that drama. Yes. That is not happening right now, right? There's just the Byzantine Empire, and then everyone's on their own. Yeah. Um, So we're several hundred years before Charlemagne, basically, Mongol lord takes over all of Europe. Except he's German. Surprise, surprise. They've been doing it for thousands of years. (laughs) (laughs) Really, if you look throughout history, those Germans, man, they are good at what they do. Okay, so knowing what you know, what... uh, Kid, what do you want to guess what their food situation is like? And remember, we're focusing on winter peasants. Um, hunter-gatherer is my guess. Soup lines, like, they just don't have anything. Definitely not soup lines, because there's no cities. Oh, that's There's fair. only there's small no communities. It's like everyone's homesteading. Yeah. You, you can only make enough for a year, maybe two, maybe, if things go well. So no one, there's no... Um, storage facilities. Yeah. For food, like to me, that's crazy. You have to grow it or catch it, or yeah, you gotta pretty much you gotta figure out how you're gonna eat every single day. You can't just like come home from work and then go, what's for dinner, and then go, oh, I don't know, and then they figure it out. Right. Yeah, go to the cake shop, which you know they've had throughout history for thousands, thousands of years. They've had granaries and food storage, and at this time they did not have that. I can't believe like that would be crazy. So it's like the apocalypse before the fall Uh of Rome, and then um, because you know it's like at least one person like grew up in Rome when it was doing okay. And then was there for the fall, and now mm. they're in this homesteader situation. And they're oh, like, yeah. man, I remember when you could just go get food whenever you wanted. Oh, absolutely. That would be like 100 or so years before this. Yeah. Maybe 200, 300. But, but yes, absolutely. And that's really, if you think about like what I am choosing to call the normal person. Yeah. Um, because history so focuses on the rich people. And yeah, they cause the most problems. But I think it's more interesting to think about normal people living through this bullshit yeah the transition period you know it's just like the bullshit we live through today mm-hmm. so they've been dealing with this bullshit for thousands of years and they're just like ugh. so yeah i agree that that must have been crazy that's like the apocalypse yeah like one of the like that mushroom the movie old we, world. we watched recently <clears throat> yeah i like to think of like the relics of roman things that are just crumbling yeah like they're still up like, but they're starting to crumble because there's no government. Yeah, that nobody's cares. taking care of it. Nobody is gonna fix it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna clean it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there has been battles and stuff there. Yep. So yeah. What about clothing? What you got? Rags. They did have pretty good clothes. Really? Because they all had subsistence farming, so they had linen under clothes. Okay. That they wore against their skin. And then they'd wear layers and layers of wool because wool is so uncomfortable. Uncomfortable? And hard to wash. And that's it, why they had the linen on the inside. Wool is really uncomfortable. Like, I know wool is really warm. They're like wool socks, wool hats, wool scarves and all that. And I'm like, it's so itchy. 
it's so itchy. I don't want it touching me at all. Yeah, the linen thing is a great idea. <clears throat> I would do that. Right? And then they just have to wash the linen. Yeah, because their skin's not touching the wool. And then they can spend the rest of their time making food. Yeah, because they're all hungry. Or candles, because it's candles, winter. Candles, that's true. Yeah, we're you going to have light? It's winter. Just turn the you lights just wanna, on. You want to go chop trees all day, every day, you know? Yeah. No, that takes your trees, and that's hard. So do they use in bee wax for candles? or That is under house and home, and I did do some research on what they did for candles. Oh, really? Yeah, cool. it was really cool. I watched some really cool videos about this whole era. That's um, awesome. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Uh, oh, Also, I did some research on what full armor would feel like in the winter. There's really? this guy on YouTube that has like a whole medieval thing happening. And yeah. so he'll go out and test it and give you his opinion. Cool. And so he wore his full suit of armor out into the like three feet of snow. Yeah. And he was like immediately slippery as AF. Yeah. Right. Because it's metal. Yeah. And they have soft leather boots. They don't have right. soles. Right. He said his feet immediately got soaking wet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, it went right through. It goes right. through, like, modern shoes. I can't even imagine. Um, his fingers were frozen because he constantly had to take off his shitty little gloves yeah. to, like, fix things. Um, and then he was also, like, immediately upset because the armor was getting wet. The snow was landing on it and getting wet, and that armor will rust. Oh. And so, like, all he talked about was, like, I'm going to have to dry this and clean it and dry it and clean it. And he was just, like, so annoyed. And I was like, I can't imagine being a soldier in that era. Just and just embrace out the in rust. the snow f for months. Yeah. If you're, you know, but then your armor won't save your life. I know. That's what, I'm, but you can't clean it all the time. Can't you? I, yeah, I don't know. These it's are the gonna, mysteries, but, but these I mean. are things they had to deal with. Yeah. That's so interesting. Um, he did say riding the horse was pretty warm. It was. It made him warmer than he expected. Riding a horse. I'm not saying this is helpful from the books I'm writing. It's totally helpful, um, but also helpful for this story. Yeah. House and home in the winter in peasant land in the 500s. The homes were not insulated. Yeah. Not. They're just rocks, right? At this time, only Scandinavia would line their walls in fur. Fur. Yeah, because that's an insulation. Yeah, I, guess that I, I don't out. know how they lined it, but they made sure there was fur there to insulate their houses because they're up in the north. I picture like adobe bricks, right? Like, Scandinavia is like Norway, Sweden. Right, but that's what I picture. If someone was to insulate it, it would be adobe. Well, they had fur and trees. I don't know, mud and grass? Doesn't mud have the same insulation as rocks? I I know rocks is zero, which is crazy to me. I yeah, thought, it is crazy. I thought clay. I should say I thought clay was pretty good, like bricks. I think bricks are pretty good because they're kind of clay based. But for some reason, rocks are terrible. They're but I absolutely could be terrible. I could tell you that um, <laughs> the cathedrals and palaces were not getting glazed to insulate against drafts coming through the walls oh. until the 1300s. Wow. And those are the people with money. And we're talking about the 500s in winter. So, so just like, that's 800 years later that the yeah. fancy people were getting drafts fixed. So you can imagine like the things... The peasants. They had. were focused on food and survival. Yeah. So if you had a draft, suck it up, right? Yeah. Or get some moss, but I don't think moss is a long-term solution right that's yeah. another constant task to add to their constant lists they're too of survival busy. tasks yeah they're too busy to deal with that 
Um, so for sleeping, this is where nightcap came from. Well, oh. not where it came from, like ever. But they had to wear nightcaps because their houses were freezing, and yeah. they only had one fire in the middle of their house. Yeah. And so they'd sleep. They'd walk around their house in the same clothes they wore outdoors. Right. All day, every day, they'd sleep in warm clothes and hats. They had um, their houses were usually a big room with like a little fence across a third of it. And that third would be cows and pigs inside the house, in the house. Wow. Because, yeah, they pooped everywhere and yeah, they stank, but they were warmth. And in the winter, Mm. you need every bit of warmth you can get in your house. Yeah, they're hot blooded. So they're going to warm up the air close to them. Yeah. Yeah. But can you imagine just being like, well, it's winter and bringing Mur- five cows in the house? Yeah. Oh, my God. The, we just, have one cat, and he's so annoying sometimes. I, <laughs> I can't imagine having oh my a barn gosh. full of animals in the house. Yeah. And that's just a, a third of the house. How they, it, I mean, it would be warm, like you said. Yeah. But the poop for me is an issue. It would stink, but you're not dead. But I you're think not that's dead. the key. You're this not is, dead. You're not freezing. You can sleep. You just get used to the smell. Mm-hmm. The cows get used to being quiet. <laughs> kind of put everyone to bed. Oh, my gosh. The only furniture you have is like one or two stools. Yeah. Like little three-legged stools, a cooking pot, and a trunk for storage. In a bed, I'm assuming. Hopefully. They didn't list a bed when I was looking through furniture. So, yeah. But I don't know if that's like assumed or if they just put rushes on the floor which would be full of bugs so i don't know yeah don't forget the poop brings in bugs into your house that's true it was also infested oh my god that sucks bugs rats it's cold out so all the animals are coming in Mm -hmm. oh probably not flies if it's winter but yeah who knows yeah maybe they're surviving in the house yeah it's warm enough inside the flies can come out okay now we can talk about the lighting um They had, so candles were expensive, right? And I think we all kind of know and accept that. And then a little part of our brain's always like, so what'd they do? And, and, you know, we're just like, I don't know. I'd be stressed if we had to light our house with only candles because I'm like, oh my God, I feel like it's more expensive than electricity. It is. Like, I would never want to do that. They do. They are. I completely agree. Candles are expensive. Yeah. Um, So what they did was they went out into like the edge of the creek. And got reeds, rushes. And you had to learn to pick the right rushes that have the little stem inside. You soak them in water. You dry them out. This takes like a week or two. And then you pull apart each little rush to get the little stem inside. And then you soak each stem in uh, hot animal fat or tallow from cooking. Yeah. Which you could eat. Or you can do the stem and then you're supposed to have a nice cheap candle. So on one hand, they're like, oh, they're cheap candles they could all have. And I'm like, that's cool. But I'm like, aren't they also hungry? (laughs) Yeah. And I know fat, like when we watch alone, they're obsessed with the fat. It's so important for your body health. Some some of those guys have so much food, but it's got no fat on it. And so they're just like, they're essentially starving to death. Yeah. Because they're, they're just not getting anything into their bodies, just like going right through them. Yeah. You need those thickening calories. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess if they're getting vegetables, they wouldn't be so worried about it. Hopefully, right? But they're doing subsistence agriculture. Right. So they don't have, like, years of storage for the community. Yeah. Um, We have—this uh, is not as related, but I thought it was super interesting. 
priests had in this time, like these little nest egg metal balls. And each ball had a series of pretty holes in it. And then yeah. inside that was another ball. And then it had holes in it. And inside there's like three or four. And then the innermost one would hold hot coals. Huh. So when they were giving sermons in the winter, they could hold their fancy balls and it would keep their hands warm. <laughs> their little hand warmers. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like a weird little thing yeah. to keep the coal from touching your hand. Exactly. Really but still creative. letting the smoke out to yeah. warm, create warmth and stuff. Yeah. And enough layers, so I guess so it didn't burn you. That's pretty cool. It's smart. Yeah. Like, it's, it's things like that that I'm like, they're just people, right? Doing what they can with what they have. And the nicer people, the fancier people got better things. I wonder how you put the coal in there. Well, um, you can open it up. So they're oh. all attached on, like, one side. You can look them up online. What are they called? I, I don't know. Oh, fair enough. I, um... It's somewhere in the sources, but honestly, I wouldn't look in the sources because it was lost somewhere in one of the many articles I relate to. So yeah. I would look up like medieval hand warmers and maybe priests and it should pop up because they're usually covered in like religious symbols as the holes. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I thought it was cool. And um, the other element, if you're looking at winter, is that if you had an unexpected snowfall, uh, these houses... We're not built by like engineers or right. built again, you know, there's survival mode. And so yeah. even I found records again in the 1300s because we don't have as many records in the 500s. Yeah. But there was like a constant issue of houses collapsing on themselves during a heavy snow and everyone inside dying. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It just collapsed. That's a whole new fear if you're in a blizzard or like. Yeah, heavy snow. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't necessarily hear it if it wasn't a blizzard. Like, if the wind wasn't up, yep. it would just collapse all of a sudden. Yep. Instant. Well, I mean, you got that to look forward to. At least it's instant. Yeah, I guess you're sleeping. You're or probably sleeping. Doing something. Because if you're awake, I'm assuming that you can... Be cold and miserable? Cold and miserable, and you'd be, you could see how much the snow is going up. But if you're asleep, you, you gonna... don't notice. You, know, you they, may not even know it's going to happen, right? Yeah, that's true. Because it's not like they have regulations or any sort of rules on how there's, to build houses. There's no load rating on their roof. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and even with our load ratings, there's lots of houses out there that don't follow them and are dangerous. So, yeah, that's just a whole other element, winter as peasants. Yeah. Travel and fun. This is our last little thing. Any idea what they could do for fun in the snow? Um, snow angels, snow like forts, snowballs, fights. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. Manuscripts at this era of medieval ages had a huge uptick in depicting little drawings of peasants having snowball fights. <laughs> Got to get that frustration out somehow. Yeah. It was like really common. You know, manuscripts are so serious. And then they yeah. start having all these like play drawings. Um, so snowball fights, big fun. Get all your rage out, Big really. Hit, yeah. <laughs> um, and also, traveling didn't happen. Oh yeah. In the snow, because most of Europe and England still they would put skis like on their carriages sometimes, yeah. but they still traveled by horse. Right. Only Scandinavia had skis for travel. Where like people could ski feet? around. Yeah. Yeah. So they they were doing pretty good. Um, it sounds like Scandinavia was catching on pretty quick well they live in 
the snow. Right. That's so what I mean. They're pretty used to it. They, they've evolved around it. And then everyone else, if you don't have the money, you're kind of up shit creek, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, if you were a medieval peasant. Pe- peasant. peasant. Oh, my old Texas <laughs> accent came out there. Don't mind me. Medieval peasant. Uh, medieval peasant. I okay. Can, I can't. I don't speak like Texan no more. I speak like an invisible person. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, a medieval peasant. What do you think would be your favorite part of winter? Um, the spring. <laughs> Oof. Oof. I wouldn't. If, if any of our listeners know about the year that I mentioned earlier, 536, you know what a oof that is. I take it the spring wasn't very well, very good either. No. Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean. I think my favorite part would be um, not talking to people. Oh, really? It just, you just, I mean, they, they couldn't do much farming in the winter. So they spent yeah. most of their winter around the fire sitting there being like chill and relax they had some chores right right but it wasn't like the other seasons it was a very chillaxed season i was gonna say i assume they would talk because there's nothing else to do yeah i guess you don't live alone right okay yes in my mind they're families that's more social the winter is more social i take back stuck in the house with your family (laughs) oh my god so you're gonna hear talking yeah um I I really like the winter, but that's because of modern winters, right? Like, you were asking how long I think I could do it. Right. If I was doing it, like, if we were today and I went out and I was like, I was going to do it, I don't think I could do it very long. But if it was like, this is your life now. Yeah. I, I think I could do it. I wouldn't, I don't think I'd die or something. Cool. What about you? Oh, um, I'd steal everyone's jackets. <laughs> and um, if I could keep my hands warm, I'd be happy. But anytime yeah. I'd have to leave the fire, I'd probably be snippy. Oh, yeah. Because my hands would be cold. And would, I'm kind of annoying when my hands are cold. <laughs> I would be cranky. That's for sure. Like, right? I wouldn't just be like, la, 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 la. <laughs> I love the snow. <laughs> That's how you so talk about the snow. <laughs> You're like. Then you get the vibe. Yeah. Them Iowa winters I used to have. It's enough snow. <laughs> yeah, I've never lived in the snow, so I'm like, I love the snow. Yeah, you. <laughs> Let's move to somewhere with snow, babe. Oh, I can't wait. I am literally waiting with bated breath. I know. For you to get tired of snow. I can't wait. I'm I know. so excited. <laughs> and I'm over here like, I know that you were counting on me being like, I'm so sick of the snow. And I keep saying, I'm not going to get tired of snow, babe. That's what makes it I'm fun I'm not going to get tired keep of it. Saying I love that. it. Yeah. I'm so excited for it. It's always going to be awesome. It's it's so, I can't wait for it. And so, I get it, though, because I grew up in a place with no snow. Yeah. And then I spent years and years and years in a place that was nine months of snow. Right. And so I was also like, snow's amazing. And then I was like, fuck snow. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to ever see it again. Yeah. So... I am being competitive about it, and I don't want to be like, I'm tired of snow. But I have a sneaking suspicion that I'm going to get sick of it. Well, we'll both enjoy it because you love to complain, and I enjoy it when you're annoyed. (laughs) So that's why we work so well. I think my biggest complaint is that I wouldn't be able to just walk wherever I wanted. Because there's paths everywhere. Like, there, you know? 
snow plows. What? That's the cool the part. Shoveled part. It's of like snow. you're navigating a snow maze. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I hear you, but I feel like that to me uh-huh. is what's gonna get annoying the fastest. The littlest thing that I can't. I just want to be able to <laughs> walk would. there. I don't want to yeah. have to walk all like it's the army and you can't walk on the grass. I don't want to have to walk around. I just want to walk straight there. You know what'll happen is you will walk straight there, and then you'll discover why no one does that because well, you'll yeah. get your feet uh, soaking wet, swimming in yeah. wet snow. So I feel like that to me is gonna be. The thing that I'm like, I'm sick of this snow. Just wait till it turns to ice and icicles try to kill you on the sidewalk. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've never experienced that. Oh, it's a good time. It's a good time. Anyway, um, so 536 has been rated by a certain well-known historian. And then, of course, the media went crazy with it as the worst year to be alive that we know. So, really? Yeah. Not 2020? Uh, well, he he said this before 2020. Um, but I'm sure let's it's see. a lot worse. You know, I'm going to try it. Let me pull up a little notepad for all the questions to come back to. I'm sure is this, this is going to be worse. Worse than 2020, et cetera, after you hear about it. So we're going to start with some basic historical records written by the people during this year. Okay. And what's important for you to know is. Just on these historical records for centuries, historians have been dismissing these. Really? So I like as not a big deal. So I want to really hear if you would hear this. Like, as would not you? A big deal. Yeah. Are, are they just being over emotional? So so emotional. So emotional. They need to calm down. That is the it's it the wasn't patriarchy. That bad. Like it wasn't that bad. I don't know why people have their so emotions. Much. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And acknowledge it. So the first one is a Byzantian historian. Pretty big deal guy. Okay. Do you remember the Byzantine Empire we've been talking about? It's somewhere in the Middle East. Yeah. Western Middle East. Yeah. It's like Turkey. Yeah. I'd say Turkey is the hub. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd say, you know, loose facts. That's how we loose roll facts. here. But we're trying to get more of like the kind of history you remember and can look up later because it felt like something yeah. that's what we're our aim is here yeah because um, the internet's available lot. to everybody but emotions are not so anyway the byzantine <laughs> empire uh his name is procopius which i love it's like precocious and i'm procopius procopius uh and he's like a pretty big deal the emperor was justinian the uh the guy who ran the byzantine byzantine empire okay and procopius seems to be like a one of the higher ups almost like a right-hand man. He's, like, running all over the empire for this guy, spending years in Italy, years in Turkey, years in Africa. And so he's traveling all around, and he's one of the few people whose writings we still have. Okay. Um, So kind of a big deal. And he wrote, quote, During this year, a most dread portent took place, for the sun gave forth its light without brightness like the moon. During this whole year... And it seemed exceedingly like the sun in eclipse. For the beams it shed were not clear, nor such as it is accustomed to shed. Meaning, not as bright as it usually is. Right. So what does that tell you? It's dark. Kind of gloomy. Yeah, kind of gloomy. Like, what is this, London? I've never been. London calling. Okay, well, it's foggy in London. That's kind of a <laughs> <Okay>. stereotype. Okay. <laughs> 
giving me nothing, bro. <laughs> if it's like if it was winter depression year round, the sun is kind of always going down or coming up. It's never like up in the sky. Yeah, but it's still like the whole year. Right. That's my. So that's it what is I mean. up in the sky. Yeah, but it's not the effect you normally get. Right. Um, he goes on to say, and from the time when this thing happened, men were neither free from war, nor pestilence, nor any other thing leading to death. I take that to mean people were irritated, causing a lot of problems. So he's saying, like, the year sucks, mm -hmm. but you still got all the terrible things you have to do. Well, if you read more of his stuff, which I did, it's like... This was more than usual. Okay. This is extra war, extra pestilence. Pe oh my gosh. <laughs> when did I get a lisp? <laughs> try, try to say pestilence. Pestilence. <laughs> pestilence. <laughs> Nor any other thing. Anyway, uh, again, this has long been dismissed as like some kind of hype. But yeah. not really acknowledged. Like, okay, Whatever. it's cloudy. Yeah, <laughs> it's cloudy. And Get people over it. had wars. That never happens oh, in history. Wow. And then um, Grow up. <laughs> the same year, we have another guy, Cassiodorus, who is a Roman politician. Okay. So now we're going over to Italy. Not the Empire. Italy still is like hmm, between six and 12 at any one point kingdoms. Okay. You know, it's not Italy as we know it. Yeah. Um, but they still had Rome, and they still had Roman people, Roman politicians, etc. And this is Cassiodorus did a lot of speeches. And his, is his speech from this year. The sun, first of stars, seems to have lost his wanted light and appears of a bluish color. We marvel to see no shadows of our bodies at noon, to feel the mighty, mighty vigor of his heat wasted into feebleness, and the phenomena which accompany a transitory eclipse prolonged through the whole year. So like the first guy was saying, mm -hmm. it's just kind of gloomy. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. The whole year. The whole year. Wow. To not see your shadow once for a whole year. Right. That would be kind of, it would get old quick. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> I feel that. I like feeling sun rays. Yeah. And these are people who light everything by candles. So and they're who like, live outside, like really appreciative, much more than we are. Oh, yeah. I, Because, I, like, if it gets dark here, you just turn on a light or a flashlight or something. Mm -hmm. They're like, they're going from gloomy days to gloomier nights with candles. They can already barely see something. Any clues as to what's causing it? A volcano? It's a good guess. Pompeii? I don't know. Pompeii is much, much older. Okay. So that's Rome, the Roman Empire. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, no, I have no idea. He continues. No, you had a good guess. <clears throat> he, yeah, it was volcanoes. But we'll get into the extent of it for yeah. sure. I'm not trying to, like, lie to you. So you're dead on. But again, historians were like, these guys are just It might. The only reason dramatic. I guessed that was because the fires in California, that's kind of how it feels. It's just, like, gloomy because there's so much smoke in the air. Well, this lasted 18 months. That's what I mean. I'm pretty sure volcano ash stays in the air for a really long time. For a long time. Yeah. Uh, this guy, Cassiodorus, continues. I've kind of pulled bits and pieces. You can find his whole speech online if you want. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I've pulled bits and pieces 
Uh, so if you want to read more, check the sources. We have had a winter without storms, a spring without mildness, and a summer without heat. <laughs> Again, what kind of society? What excuse me? What, what kind of society <laughs> kind are of the peasants living in? It's cold. Sustenance society. Yeah. A summer without heat. You're not going to grow anything. We can't even grow plants in our house, Scoot. We, we grew one, and it's the hardest one to grow, but it's happy. Well, there are peace lilies pretty happy. It's in the hospital, though. It is. It's been in here for a while. <laughs> Kitty did a number on it. <laughs> so, uh, let me continue. These two influences, prolonged frost, number one. Wow. Uh, and unseasonable drought, number two, all year. <laughs> Those are. Yeah. You're trying to farm for your food that night. Oh, my gosh. Must be adverse to all things that grow. The seasons seem to be all jumbled up together. That it's just sucks. like a whole year of like, what's the weather? What's the season? What's going on? You know, summer and it's not hot. It's, I literally can't even imagine. It's getting frosty in the summer. We'll get to it. Okay. But yeah. Yes. Well, that, yeah. There's no heat. Your plants, the drought is going to hurt plants and then you freeze them. That just wrecks plants, man. Right? You're not going to be able to grow anything. And if you can't grow stuff, you're not going to be able to feed your animals. So, um, I know we've been talking about how the historians have been blowing these guys off. And I yeah. have a lot more, but those, these are the two longest ones. The further ones will be shorter. Um, but in my mind, the next thing he does, he finishes the speech by asking people not to be afraid of it as like an omen because they were like, oh, it's an omen. It's the end of the world. I feel like I would think it's the end of the world. Honestly, it like it feels you're already in an apocalypse lifestyle survival and then just everything ends. Yeah. There's no consistency. Ash. You've no idea what time of year it is. None. Like, there's no You're seasons. like, is that the sun or the moon? I can't tell. They look the same. Oh, yeah. You got 24-hour sickness. Right. Which is like the blind person. So people sickness. are freaking out. But this guy's speech, he ends with, um, when alien elements... Uh, do, 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 do. Let me skip ahead. He's... Oh, okay. When alien elements are blended with it, meaning the sky, when yeah. alien elements are blended with the sky, uh, it is stretched like a hide. In, across the sky often this happens in cloudy weather for a time it is only its extraordinary prolongation which has produced these disastrous effects causing the reaper to fear a new frost and harvest in this case the reaper is the farmer so he's saying that it's been like a hide in the sky all year uh hide Like a leather hide. Like a oh. seal. Like a roof. Right. Okay. That's a word they would use. We Like a tarp. Like a tent. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's no sky. Um, but here he's saying, in my mind, when I read it, he says, because uh, I cut out the part where he's like, chill out. It's not an omen, right? But this is yeah. the part where he says... It's just like a cloudy day. It's just weirdly long. And yeah. so we should be rationally worried, but not irrationally worried. Don't freak out. Don't so freak out. 
what this tells me is that yes, historians again dismissing this as like over dramatic, but I'm like he's literally trying to pull away from you could easily turn this into propaganda mm-hmm. as like fear for your lives i'm the only one that can save you all that classic talk yeah and this guy is saying you know calm down that hopefully like this is just science and we are having a weird science year i don't know yeah we had one in 2020 <laughs> weird science year but it wasn't necessarily not science it wasn't the end of the world it was for some uh yeah you know, um, but yeah, it depends on your definition of the end of the world, because even end of the world movies, you know, there's still a world and there's still people. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying, again, I think these are pretty interesting elements and I'm not sure why they weren't looked at more closely. And I'm side eyeing historians pretty toughly for just dismissing it for so long. We have the Gaelic Irish Annals. Now, this is some books that they kept all the way back to the 300s in Ireland. Yeah. Um, And usually you get between two and six entries per year. Right. So they're like official books that include festivities, religious festivities, maybe obituaries if it's a pope or someone important died. And maybe if the king changed. If there okay. was a bunch of battles and then there's a new king, all they would say is so and so's a king. Yeah, I was gonna say two to six entries a year. That's real. They gotta be big events to make it big into events. That. Big events. Um, Annals of Ulster, which is one town. These are like different monasteries, right? So Ulster, five thirty six wrote one of their entries: failure of bread. Annals of Ennisfallen, five thirty seven wrote failure of bread. Annals of Tigernock, 538, wrote Failure of Bread. And Annals of Ulster, again, in 539, wrote Failure of Bread. Wow, so it's just not, they can't grow it. They're different parts of Ireland. Right. So all I know is that every single year, it was enough of a problem for someone to put... Failure of Bread. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they were talking or what. Um... But I just think it's really interesting. I didn't come across any sources that actually connected that every single year it's on there. Um, I had to go into the... Because if you look at the annals, the Irish annals, you can see the original texts digitized. And they're free to look at if you're curious. So I just went and control f and just searched through. Yeah. um, Looked at the years, looked at all the surrounding years. Um, I also found that, you know, the word bread... Or food or failure or anything like that was maybe mentioned once per several hundred years. And then they're all back to back right there. Yes. Wow. So it's like a big deal, right? It's not something they're just going to toss in. So there's something big happening in Ireland at the same time. Again, historians were still for a long time being like, nothing happened, right? It's that same thing. Calamities didn't really happen in the past. There wasn't really... Smart people or changes or differences. Anyway, we have the Annals of South Wales, which is England. Right. Um, they had a record record of the Battle of Camlin. Now, we could do a whole episode on this battle, and we might, if I can find enough information. But supposedly, it was the real-life King Arthur's last battle. Oh. Right. Um, very arguable, because... 
a lot of it's guessing of who the real life King Arthur is, right? But it is a King Arthur, and he is with someone named Mordred um, in history in this his last battle. And it was this 536 or 537, one of these years, yeah. direct result in the work of famine and death across massive famine and massive death across England and Ireland led to this battle, this massive wow. battle the same year. So it just is, is it all because of that prophecy when we started about the year it started, started on, on a Tuesday? Tuesday. Watch out. Now I'm just like, how many years started on a Tuesday? This is like an extra bad year, right? It's not just a Tuesday year. So now we're going to Michael the Syrian. Syrian's down towards the Byzantine Empire, a little bit further east. Okay. Um, he wrote, The sun became dark, and its darkness lasted one and a half years. <laughs> Each day... Yeah, one and a half. That's so it's a, long. We, it's, at this point today, widely accepted, it was at least 18 months straight yeah. of no sun. It's almost like... It's a little bit shorter than COVID. Of, of complete lockdown, yeah. Right, but th- like I can't imagine it just being dark and gloomy for that long. Yeah, that's so. Oh my god, rather be, COVID than not eat. Yeah, it'd be so depressing. Just even if we had food and all the stuff, like there was none of the consequences. It was just darker. I think food's a pretty big deal, though. No, they I, didn't I have hear food. You. I'm just talking about the sunlight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If there was didn't, don't worry about any of the other stuff. And that you'd be really cold. Sucks. I like we said at the beginning, right? We'd be grouchy AF. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if you had less sunlight, that would be really annoying. And I feel like people would really be like, this sucks. The and then whole you get world lost all their the vitamin consequences D. because of it. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, oh my gosh, that would just be a lot going on. Yeah. He goes on to say, the fruits did not ripen and the wine tasted like sour grapes. Another anonymous Syrian, the same area, said the sun began to be darkened by day. And moon by night, while the ocean was tumultuous with spray from the 24th of March this year, so the end of winter, to the 24th of June the following year. Wow. In China, they said that for a year and a half, they could not see the star of Cannabis, which is one of their major stars. I'm not sure if it's the North Star, but it's like their big star they see. It's important to them. They couldn't see that. It's like the one we see at the daytime, pretty much, right? Yeah. they had snow in the summer. Wow. Full on snow in the summer, frost and drought between 536, 537, the same two years. 70 to 80% of the population is thought, is thought to have starved to death. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. That's insane. It's not just like the majority, it's most of the people. Yeah. Like survivor guilt level people dying it's apocalypse level yeah like i'm saying they were already in the apocalypse movies yeah it's already the dark ages um peru had a major drought that affected the mochi culture we're gonna go into a couple more things after effects of this but these are the things that we know directly in these years right on record that more or less up until the 90s historians were like it's not a big deal it wasn't really anything and then um so what do you think of that think of what that they were just like it couldn't have been that bad it couldn't have been that cold yeah 
I think it's, yeah, it's just they're blowing it off. Okay, cool. Thanks for... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> science rolls in in the 90s. Someone gets it into their head to test some tree rings in Ireland. So oh, this is our first hint that we get. That's really interesting because, man, it's crazy how much you can learn from tree rings. Because if it's really cold and dark, like, mm -hmm. they're dormant. So they're not going to grow very much. So the gap between the rings is going to be really small. So if it's like that for a long time, because you, you get a ring every year. Yep. So it's not you're just going to have a bunch of rings really close to each other. Yes. Uh, so they tested some trees in Ireland and showed that these trees showed almost zero growth from wow. 536 to 550. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. Really stunted them, I guess. It seems like something big happened. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That really affected the peasants, which is I think is important to focus on because that's the majority of people. Yeah. That's you and everyone you know. You know, none of us are friends with Jeff Bezos <laughs> or the president yeah. or Elon Musk because who cares, right? That's yeah. not real life. You and I are real life. And these are the real life people dealing with this. That's so fucked that up. That sucks. Okay, so um, they began retesting tree rings across the continent of Europe and Asia. And the tree rings in, that, in those areas were the worst between 536 and 550. I'm about to throw some years at you. Tree rings in Chile and Argentina. Totally across the world. Yes. Southern end of South America. They were affected between 540 and 548. So Wow, a couple of years after. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Why? What do you think? Took a while for the ash clouds to get there? I don't know. See, I feel like it wouldn't take eight years to get there. Well, only four to get there. 36 to 40. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But that's what that said. Um, I think it just tells us where it originated from. Right. More than anything. Then uh, again, the summers in Europe and Asia, so like that whole area, continent, supercontinent, were the coldest summers in the past 2,300 years. Wow, really? 2,300 years. Hasn't been colder since. That we have record of. That's insane. Not at all. Um, the lack of growth in those years tell us that it dropped over four degrees worldwide average. Now, let me put that into perspective for you, right? You know how we talk about, we hear about global warming. Yeah. Do you know the amount that it's changed in the past 10, 20, 30 years? It's like a big problem. I think it's like a few degrees. One degree. Really? Just one? One degree. But up until the past 20, 30 years that it's changed a whole degree plus, it's like a little more than a degree. It's the worldwide average hasn't really changed between half a degree at all. So, like, over one degree, you're almost tripling the change. Right. But for this period of time, this decade, four degrees. That's insane. No infrastructure. Yeah. Right? Subsist subsistence farming. You're really dependent on the weather. Absolutely. That's their whole lives is in nature. And nature said, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Not today. Not today. No, <laughs> Not today, fam. It's crazy. Um, 
So finally, after they start testing tree rings, finally, historians are kind of like, hmm, mm, maybe, maybe this was a pretty bad time. Maybe right? they just weren't complaining the whole time. Right. And then they start like noticing these records and like speaking on them and not just shuffling them to the side as like hype and political drama. Yeah. Uh, so the worst year ever idea finally catches back on. Right. For historians. Oh, no. I'm sorry to interrupt again. Please. Historians, are we talking about, like, after the 2000s? Are we talking about the 1500s? Like, what kind of historians are we talking about? It's a really good question. So I've been going off of, like, general consensus between before 1990s and after 1990s. Okay. Um, historians, when you're in academic land, yeah, and I only know a portion of this because I spent a small time of my life in it, but it, you really are in like a bubble of intellect. And it, you're only, the ideas you bring are only acceptable if your peers rate it acceptable. Yeah. Other people in your bubble of intellect. And that's why I keep looping them into this group as historians, because if you don't fit in to what they accept... Uh, you're going to have trouble. Like you can make crazy, not crazy, but like more extreme ideas. But the only way that you'll even be heard is if you make more extreme like documentaries and books. We've all heard the stories that general science dubs as crazy. And then, you know, they're to the left and they're like alternate histories, et cetera, like aliens or calamities that we watched. And like, yeah, what was it? 12,000 BC they think there was a calamity and every all the hist this is probably why this is on my mind because all the historians are like why would you think that we have no evidence yeah and he's like we have some evidence and they're like it's not enough and it's like okay but <laughs> yeah I'm just saying any bubble you're in is a problem but and I'm including my my bubbles your bubbles uh it, that is important to be open to being wrong and to learn to reframe your understanding and they had just had it so framed around that it couldn't possibly be that cold because it was never that cold. Right. It was never that cold. How could it be that cold after Jesus lived? Right? But after the Roman Empire. These are modern historians. Twentieth mm, century, yeah. Right, okay. But it wasn't until science tree tree rings and some other things I'll get into where they started to shift their mindset. It wasn't until they got the numbers, the data and not just accounts. I, I hear you. Right. We're and normally tree rings mm -hmm. and you're bringing up these historians a lot. And that's why I'm like, how, what time and period are these historians looking at it? Cause it could be anything. Right. But they're modern historians. Mm -hmm. So they're looking at 1500 year old trees. Right. And stuff like that. They're not like 30 year old trees that they're looking at. Oh, no, definitely not. So that the was science like, is good. Because this is so long ago. That's why I was like, how? what kind of history are we looking at? I think more or less, as much as we can trust a science study done by students that we're not watching over their shoulder, the science is good. It's not paid for by a corporation, as far as I'm aware of. I don't know what a corporation would pay for that, which is why I love history studies, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, they they didn't test. That wouldn't even make sense. A thirty year old tree. Well, I don't know. They'd have I'm, to go to the I'm old just trees. Being dramatic mm -hmm. for scale, just because it's 
No, no, please ask your questions. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I don't know when, if it was like modern or a long time ago. The historians are modern. Okay. That was, that's my question. The science is dated, not dated, but they're not making up the years of the trees. They went to old trees. Right. So after they started checking all these trees and these trees started lining up with these accounts that Mm -hmm. have been dismissed again, like, you know, I'm the first person to dismiss an account. If you've listened to any other episode, I'm like, Oh, it was written by someone who doesn't know shit. And I stand by that. However, it's hard to ignore a worldwide persistent pattern between people who had no other reason to talk to each other. Yeah. Right. These historians are trusting trees over people writing about it. Yes. They're like, ah, what do the trees think? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, trees are wise. It's because the tree can't lie, right? Mm -hmm. The tree Mm -hmm. can't lie. People can lie. The tree's agenda was like, I couldn't breathe for 10 years. I was dying. (laughs) Stop being so dramatic, tree. Talk about my rough teenage years. All right, let's talk about it. (laughs) You're a fine tree. You don't know what you're talking about. Um, After they started testing trees, then they started to do ice core tests. So they drill out a core of ice, just like a long cylinder. What, out of Antarctica? They did it in Greenland and Antarctica, yes. Okay. They would drill out, layer the, go down the layers to this time of year. Um, The first test they did actually dated, they found substantial sulfate deposits. Hmm. Uh, which means, a.k.a. evidence of acidic dust, a.k.a. volcano clouds. Okay. Those smoky things. Like what you're saying with fire, but volcano clouds. Right. It's just... But the first time they did this study, they placed it in the 520s. So a little earlier. They said it was a little earlier, and so everyone was like, oh, guess we don't know, right? But then they redid it a few more times, and every time they redid it, it was literally 536. Like that on yeah wow that's why repeating studies is important i brought up the fire thing because i had a lot of wildfires in the summers growing up and every once in a while yeah it'd be like the middle of the day and it's raining ash and the sun is like this deep orange right it's like mistborn yeah like it's the middle of of the day like it's in the wrong position almost like it's sunset like you know how the sky looks but it's the middle of the day and it's like that all day so you have like a unique experience similar to what these people went through right but obviously it was pretty easy to tell what was going on because literally raining ash like ash is everywhere Mm -hmm. but just it's a creepy eerie feeling because you're like i don't know what time it is the end of the world yeah i don't know what's going on Something feels wrong. And so for a year and a half of that, and then it wasn't cold. Like it was still hot because it's the middle of summer. So I can't imagine it being cold and that's happening. And then you can't grow anything. You're just starving. And you're, oh, my gosh. What a terrible time. So basically what we've learned from the ice cores and the tree rings is that for a full decade... The whole world was plunged into winter. Yeah. Just endless winter. The last ice age. Um, so, 
It is widely accepted. It's the ice cores that told us it's volcanoes, right? Right. Specifically. Okay. So we think there are three major eruptions in... Actually, I have my notes on that later on, so we'll come back to that later. But we think they're volcanoes. But you're not saying anything. And I, she's doing a lot right now, okay? I know it's <laughs> quiet, but she's doing a you, lot. You're welcome to talk, She's Scoot. like, uh, and then, uh, uh. <laughs> Well, then, and, and then, and, 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 and I'm, it's just quiet though, so and nobody can see you. I'm rehearsing. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know when you're gonna talk, so I don't want to say anything. Please say something. Oh, I did. There you go. Ooh, Ooh. Scoot said something. Ooh. You know, you really don't try to get me back after that episode <laughs> where you told the story and I wouldn't shut up. That was a good time. I'll do that again. I had a good time too. I just, I don't know. I just don't. One vibe of us like have that. one of us has improv energy. <laughs> That's what it is. And you're one like, of us has questions. Babe, you need to make more jokes. You're not very funny. <laughs> Get <laughs> good, like, fam. <laughs> I don't know. It's sometimes I got it. Sometimes I don't. I He's feel not like making I jokes it. because I've got his complete attention because I'm talking yeah. about. The weather. The weather. No, we're <laughs> learning today. We're learning. He's like, this is serious. It's not as many jokes. This is serious. But when I feel like when I make a lot of jokes and I'm kind of goofing around, I'm not really listening. I'm not like you go. Remember that podcast we did? <gasps> and I'm like, kind of gasp, but not as much. But this time I'm learning a lot. I feel like I'm retaining a lot of this information. Well, you're more interesting when you're not learning. I'm not as interesting because <laughs> I'm just quiet. I'm just listening and like, wow, that's so crazy. But I'm like, yeah, I'm not as creative. Well, I'll have to do less interesting stories. I, <laughs> you did Go too good. All right. But, I mean, you should turn it down. So three... <laughs> It's too interesting. Volcano eruptions. Um, of where? Course, I want to know where. Do you have, like, am I going to know that? We will find out. Okay. You promise? No. Really? Okay. Okay. The first eruption, 536. Second eruption, 540. Wow. And a third eruption in 547. So not only did this start in 536... But it kept, kept going. going yeah. Every time it got a little bit better, another volcano went off. What's more, it. right? That's why it was such a long plunge into winter. Yeah. What's more, that first eruption in 536, they believe it was three supermassive volcanoes across the Earth. It really simultaneous sounds like eruption. That. Yeah, it sounds like not just like a normal, like granite. A volcano goes off, it's a big deal. But it's not like setting the world into eternal winter, right? Yeah, but this it's did. like this one did. So yep. you go, okay, so it's a big eruption, but then it's across so much area of the world that it makes sense that it's three super big ones. Yes. Yeah, and um there it is officially unknown right. where these were, which is crazy to me. I'm like, how do we not know? We don't know. We have tested a lot of theories, and we have every theory that we've tested has been a no. Really? Yes. That's I didn't a... write them all down, but I know one of them was like a bunch of volcanoes in Indonesia have all been no's. 
Um, a couple in Europe, all been nose. Do you know why they're nose? Because they test and see when it last erupted. Oh, and they're like, that doesn't fit. Right. Like, there's wow. one in Indonesia that erupted around 510, 520. And that's why they were like, oh, this eruption, because all the records could be wrong and could be at the same time. But no, it was an eruption, but it wasn't enough to send the world into winter. I wonder if it was a bunch of North America eruptions, because we don't really have written history before, like, what, the 1700s? Well, 1500s, I think. More or less, more or less. And we've got the, like, Yellowstone super volcano that's supposed to, like, end the world or some shit. Right. Maybe that's it did. Overdue. Maybe it did. That's my point. That's my point. In 500. What are, there's no Native Americans written history from that. Right? Yeah, none of verbal. my records even mention North America. That's what I mean. So they're like, we couldn't find out what it is because they're going through all these records of when stuff erupted. I'm like, what if it's... Because I'm pretty sure, like... Most of the coast of Alaska is volcanoes. Okay, so they think the three right now, their best theory is the two smaller ones were the coast of Alaska oh. and in the Pacific. Right. And they think the biggest one was Northern California. Where you're Lassen? from. There's, I don't I'll know which what, one, but Northern it's where California, you're from. There's a bunch of volcanoes there. Mm-hmm. It like was probably mountains. before the one you're talking about. I so there was because this was a long, long ass time ago. Well, most of northern I lived in the valley, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's a valley for a reason, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had yeah the creation of your valley, it, kinda, yeah, kind of level. I mean, That's what we're looking at. If it's messing up the entire world, I know that there's Mount Shasta, which is a big volcano. Apparently, it's overdue, but there's a big. Um, picture that floats around i think mm-hmm. i've showed it to you, you the, have. of a giant eruption and that, i think it was mount olympus it's the one that split or, the mountain in two and now, now it's, it's two mountains now it's mount Brokoff yeah. and mount lassen <laughs> uh, but it was americans naming those, things those both are really big right and they were together one mountain i don't even think they're that close to each other right. and so it's just insane to think about but that happened in like the 1800s right so maybe they're they all. I think yeah, this is like know. a super massive volcano, I, and they think the biggest one wow. was Northern California. My I knew you'd love that. My guess was right. My guess was right. I was like, <laughs> it's North America right. volcanoes, and that's why they can't figure it out because there's no records back then. Well, we we haven't maintained the records because they the cultures that I am aware, and please tell me if I'm wrong, please please. Um, but what I'm aware is that it's mostly oral history, right? Through that's that what era, I was and yeah. then instead of recording the oral history. In a way that we could keep, we just killed everybody. Yeah, why are they going to tell hey. us? Why are they going to tell us? Why? Because well, we killed them all. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. They're not going to tell us. We're so fucked up. You guys killed a bunch of people. Let me tell you about these uh, crazy volcanic eruptions that happened. Now nah, I'm going to do other stuff. Yeah, wow, they tell so the stories, and white people are just like, they don't know what they're talking about. They Look at these myths. That, well, that's so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> dummies. Anyway. <laughs> to be fair, I'm pretty sure, because it's like the Ring of Fire. Ooh. Which is... Johnny Cash? Well, yeah, but no, it's the Volcano Rings. Do you know... Have you Seriously, have you heard of that? Yes, I have. Okay. 
Don't make my dad come after me. Oh. He's been teaching me about plate tectonics since I was way younger than anyone else. I was going <laughs> to say about plate tectonics. I think it's like up the West Coast, California, through Alaska, uh-huh, over to uh-huh. Russia. Like that's the ring. But I don't know a lot of like volcanoes in Alaska, right? Like I don't hear about those. We hear a lot about the active ones. Of like course, Hawaii. South that's, America, they're that's just the thing going is we the relate everything within the last couple hundred years, and if it's not that, then it couldn't have existed. And or, it's just a reminder that shit existed. Or like Pompeii. Pompeii is like a super famous one. That's famous, but not near as big. Right. It's it only just, famous because it preserved a town. And it like vaporized all of them. Mm-hmm. Vaporized. It preserved them, but it pretty much got a whole town. Yes. So like it's a big deal. Which is what I. That's what you said. So. I'm just repeating it for effect. <laughs> I like it. I need but I need my hype man. <laughs> wasn't there like an eruption in Greenland a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. There was. It and like it shut like, down a bunch of flights and stuff. Yeah, it was a big deal. It that's was a what, big deal, but it barely got into Europe. That's what I mean. So it had to be. Super I massive. Keep, yeah. Like the, I don't Chile know. to Russia. What the fuck? I, Can, don't I know. can't even. Psh, I can't even handle it. I don't know how big the Greenland one was. But it shut down a lot. And I remember seeing some like satellite pictures of the smoke. And it was like all the way from Greenland to the Europe ash. Yeah. So I can't imagine covering the world in that. Yeah, going back to these accounts, right? They're saying we had no shadow at noon. That's insane. All for 18 months. That's You know, crazy. they just had volcanic clouds for 18 months. And then they didn't know because it was in... It, likely was in north america how would italy know about that yeah no so they just be like uh. they didn't even know north america existed yet <laughs> by and large right but that we know of right but but you know white people know everything so it probably didn't actually exist in that time <laughs> until we discovered it and it sprang into being what i think is crazy <laughs> and this is a tangent is yeah, white people had a really hard time crossing the Atlantic Ocean, mm. which is big. Yeah. But Pacific. somehow people populated Hawaii mm-hmm, mm-hmm. way before that, which is in the middle of the Pacific, which and is all of Southeast Asia. Huge. The Pacific mm-hmm. is so big. Like, it's like a third of the world. Like, if you spin the globe, it's, it's like massive. a third of it. Right. This and it's tiny, all populated. This tiny little island. Dead center. Like, mm-hmm. the odds of you hitting that, even if you knew where it was, is insane. Like, right. it's so hard to get. Somehow Not to they mention found it. the Philippines. Yeah. It's a massive culture. Mostly ocean. Yeah. But I'm just like, but, okay, I hear you about the Philippines. But I'm it's just pretty call close. to Teresa. It's okay. pretty close. <laughs> like, I feel, I feel more like someone could find that. But Hawaii? I'm like, mm-hmm. how did they find that? There's no, like, they... <laughs> They're in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere, and somehow they found it. Like, was it luck? Did they know where they were going? There's no way. They, Anyways, that Maybe, to me blows my mind. Okay, hear me out. That they found that, but we could, they, white we Europeans couldn't find America. discussing a current ice age. Mostly recently acknowledged. I didn't read a damn thing about the change in... Now, obviously, this is the 500s, not when people arrived in Hawaii. But I didn't read a damn thing about the change in coastlines. Mm. And that's all we talk about now with a, with a half more degree difference. We're talking about a four degree difference. Yeah. 
So was there a change in coastlines? Remember that prophecy, that thing that says it starts on Tuesday, ships will be lost at sea, yeah. right? Those seas have been crazy. But also I think the coastlines must have changed. Yeah. And we know nothing about that. Nothing especially out in the islands where it would have changed the most. Right. It's so yeah. exciting. It's like, what what would have happened over there? I don't know. We were watching that ancient... kind of want to dig into the myths of Hawaii. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, please. I want to dig into the myths of Hawaii and the Philippines and see what they if they have anything from 1,500 years ago. Yeah, Atlantis. I don't know. Yeah, like but... something where it was like there was a movement or a change. Um, again, please send me stuff if you know stuff. I will forever love you. <laughs> I know that I'm. Well, I f- think Hawaii is relatively young islands, right? But I, for all I know, it's like they're a couple million years old. It's like both young and old because it keeps moving. So right, as yeah. long as they hit that first island. The f- the biggest island is going to keep growing. Yeah. So they can just keep moving to the new, bigger, bigger, bigger. Who knows when they got right. there? I get my question was they're like, yeah, they're young islands. Mm. But it's like, they're still a couple million years old. In terms of the earth, they're young, but they've been there for as long as humans have been here. Mm. That's my question. It's not like people in the 500s, there was no Hawaii or no Philippines. Like, it's not like they spring. They were definitely there. That's what I was... Do you know anything? No, I wish I did. Okay. We should do more stories based out of Southeast Asia and Hawaii. Yeah. They're just so much harder to find information on. Yeah. For me, with my limited resources. Because, you know, I have the internet, but I also question the internet. And so I'm, like, trying to find actual documents. And I try to pull from those. Yeah. And we draw our own conclusions like real amateur historians. That's what I'm here for. Um, so ultimately, this age has currently been dubbed as a little ice age. I've heard of a little ice age. Mm-hmm. I did they... not know any of this stuff, though. So it is common to talk about a little ice age that's a little bit later. It's like, let me pull up the thing. It's like the 1200s. I have some pictures. I have a little chart. Uh, officially a little ice age occurred between 1400 and 1800. Oh, wow. That's not this timeline. It didn't even get more than a five degree change lower. If the baseline zero and usually we're between baseline and five degree up baseline, five degree and up that little ice age that is commonly referred to got five degree down. Right. 0.5, not 5. 0.5. Oh, I was going to say 5 is bigger than what we're talking about. It's a big difference. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, that's kind of a big deal. 0.5. So less than half, well, half a degree. Right. Um, I really want to show you this. This one's 4 degree, and it's nothing. Okay, pull up your... They're being overdramatic. Your FUBA chat. My what? Your Facebook chat. I'm going to send you this picture so you can stay in your chair. Um, so you can get a chart. I'm looking this up on my phone, right? Yeah. Well, just pull up your fav. However you... Yes, on no, your phone. But that was... Okay. <laughs> I got there. I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, oh. I got there. You said my Fobo chat. And your I was Fobo like, chat. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't about. want Facebook to know I'm talking about them. And Well, you've said it too many times. It already knew before you said it. That you were going to say something about it. All right. Medieval 
Okay. Can I describe what we're looking at here? Or Please. Is it, or are you going to do it? It's a boring chart, but make it interesting. Boring chart. It looks like a graph. <laughs> God, I'm so funny. Um, it says it's the global average temperature change. And it has a range of negative 0.5 degrees Celsius all the way up to one degree Celsius. So we're only Correct. talking about one and a half degrees total of change. Yes. Right. Um, now, this chart's a little outdated. That's the vertical scale. The horizontal scale is in years and it ranges from 200 zero. to Zero. It ranges from zero. Oh, sorry. Zero. I don't see a zero. Well, it's implied. <laughs> It should never be implied if it's a graph. I'm just kidding. Um, so it's a range from <laughs> the beginning of time to 2000. And God, I'm so <laughs> funny today. <laughs> My point is it doesn't change that much. No, There's that's a what lot I'm saying. Of change, like it's up, down, up, down, up, down. But overall, the average, like you were saying, mm -hmm. is pretty much dead center mm -hmm. from zero all the way to about, what? what is that, like 900? And then it says... Medieval warm period, and it honestly goes down a little bit. I agree. I'm like, it doesn't look that warm, but it's, it's regarded as warm. The warm period went down, so I don't get that. And then it says little ice age, and it went down a little more. And then it goes yeah. way up at 2000. 2000 is like it broke the scale. It's yeah. way up. Yeah, and that's only up to one plus degree Celsius. We're looking at a four degree change. And, and you, if you there? look, if you look between four and five hundred, you see a little blip where it drops. Wow. Now this chart is not current, right? right. This chart is dated back to the late nineties. So 2000. this is like before they're recognizing that time. Is yes, this is when they were still like, wasn't that big a deal? Couldn't have been that big a deal. You see a significant drop if you're looking for it. You know what to look for, but it does not acknowledge. The full on winter. A four degree difference. Yeah. The lowest it goes is half a degree. Yeah. Um, and honestly, between that year and what, 1600, 1600 looks, if not lower than that. Exactly. And that's why they have it as a little ice age because that's the lowest it got. And a longer period of time. It's 400 years. <sighs> yeah. But this also has been called a little ice age, but like little as in like 15 years of yeah, just pure fucking winter. Just like a blip, but yeah, not 400 years, a lot shorter, but much more dramatic. Super true. If you're living in it, goddamn. Yeah, much more dramatic. It's. <laughs> okay. The earth just threw a little temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. It got real cold. For, it got cold for a little bit. <laughs> and then it's all better. It's, it's all good. It was trying to heal, okay? It was yeah. like, I'm just going to tell everyone to fuck everyone off for a while. Everyone just needs to chill. <laughs> this is our episode title right there. Everyone needs to chill. What'd you say? It's too late. I <laughs> Scoot said says. It. No. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's listening, you could suck it no. up. No. No, I his said I love our listeners. Sarn, his, his inner sergeant is coming out. I said we like five out of fives. You're the best. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Well, Red was saying that our podcasts are getting a little long. They're getting two, two, and a, two plus hours. No. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what I said. That's exactly what she said. And 
I said, our listeners can suck it up because we're having a good time and we want to be here. And if we didn't want to be here, it wouldn't be this podcast for yeah. you to listen to. How many married couples enjoy doing a podcast together? Yeah. I'm just grateful we can talk to each other and enjoy it. We're so effing it's lucky. So nice. I'm really, you know, I'm, I really enjoy doing this and I really value how much time and effort you put into making it a story for me to be a part of. And that's why I like that I do a couple, like I've done one so far. I've got an well, idea for another one. I'm so excited. And I just, I like that. Uh, okay, I like that you do a lot of them, <laughs> and then of I course. do some. Yeah, because not works. just all you. I'm like I do some. Yeah, but you're always here with me. Yes, and I really like learning all of the stuff that we're learning about. I love I researching. Think it's super cool. We're about to get into the cool stuff, and unfortunately, we're going to skim through some really cool stuff. What <laughs> I did minimal research. You know, the the bulk of it is what we learned already. If we want to f- do an episode on any of these things, we can. I think, right? honestly, yeah. I think we skipped over the tree thing a little quick for me, personally. I think that's super interesting. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's because, okay, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> when <laughs> trees grow slowly because it's cold or because of, normally it's because it's cold, right? That means they're more dense. Right. Like they're growing. It's in my mind, it's like they're growing the same amount, but they're not growing out. They're just growing like really thick. And so trees are amazing. When you look at trees from like a while ago, like the early 1900s, even they're really, really dense. Like there's so many rings. There's so many rings in them because they're growing cold. And nowadays it's like you got these trees that, yeah, they're the same size. But they have like half as many rings, so they're just like real. They're like mostly air. They're junk trees. And so the fact that they were, it, the fact that someone in the '90s, early 2000s, was able to look at a tree mm-hmm. that was alive in the 500s and be like, "That's the year right there." It's insane. It's pretty amazing because it must be like there's so many rings packed super tight right there, and then they're spaced more evenly. Right. But it's like you can tell where it was. That's probably why the tree ring data is so specific. Yeah. Because how many trees have been alive that long that I don't know, but, uh, we haven't entered and murdered? I was going to say, are they cutting these trees down? Like, oh, that's a 1,500-year-old tree. We need to do science. Let's cut it down. I w- I've seen some of the redwood tree cutting videos because I'm you know, from Northern California. And right. those trees are huge. Oh, my I God. I can't wait to see them. I've never even Hello? seen them. Oh, my God. They're like fucking 18 feet wide, it looks like. How you grew up there and I you've know, never, never been, been to the... There. I we didn't judge have them you more. so much. How? How? It's an incredible... It went. Literally a world wonder. Don't judge me. Judge it's the a people world wonder. who took me places. We should have You had a went. car for a long time in college. I know. I never even thought about it. I never even thought about it. And now we're here on the East Coast, and I'm like, I wish we could go to see the Redwood Forest. Yeah, me too. But we try to see everything we can over here, though. We've been literally everywhere. You've, you've really opened me up to four the hours. adventure of where you're at. Yeah. You know? Because I guess maybe it was I was so close to it, it was, it was like, whatever. I don't right? care. Well, that's the thing. Before you start to travel, you take things for granted. Yeah. Then you start to travel, and you're like, 
I want to see all the cool stuff where I live because I'm seeing all this cool stuff in this new place. Yeah. No, we're definitely going to go there at some point. You promise? I promise. I really want to go there. I can't I really wait. Want. That's a dream for me. We're going to have to f- go and see Grandpa and then go to the Redwood Forest. Maybe he'll come with us. Yeah. He'll take his old 4 by 4 We'll have him drive us. And he'll tell us Bigfoot doesn't exist. And you and I will be like, well. <laughs> I've been in these forests for 80 <laughs> years and I've never seen Bigfoot. I haven't seen one, so they don't exist. Yeah. And I'll be like, I respect that. I didn't but even know you that, could that be was wrong Bigfoot country. <laughs> You grew up in Bigfoot country. You loved Bigfoot. Yeah. And then we watched a de- documentary and they were like, the hub of Bigfoot activity yeah. is Northern California. It's literally right around where you grew up. <laughs> it's like less than 30 minutes away. And I was like, you had no idea. what the hell? And so I said, Grandpa, why didn't you tell me about this? I'd never seen Bigfoot, so I didn't think to. I don't know why he has a <laughs> Southern accent. Because Northern California is the same as Texas. I've been saying this for years. You know I'm right. Years. Since you met me. We've known each other for four years. That's wild. Yeah. Hey, you married me. So You can't say that. (laughs) It's going to keep going up. I've been saying that for years. I'm like, no, you haven't. (laughs) I'm your wife now. I'm legally allowed to say that. You are. It's part of the contract. I can say it too, though. Before we got married and you'd call me wifey and I was like, don't call me that. You haven't earned saying that. especially (laughs) That's literally what I said. You've not earned that title. (laughs) You don't get to call me that. Now you can call me that. You have to marry me before you can call me that. Well, you did. And then I did. (laughs) Fucking got her. I got her ass. You're still kind of, I go, wifey. And you're like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. But you can't say anything. You don't own me. Mm. And I'm like, I can call you that because we're married now. <laughs> I know. I don't say anything. Yeah, but I can tell. I can tell inside you're like, mm. He doesn't know me. Mm. No, no. We're, <laughs> we're partners. I don't know if this is apparent to our listeners, but I'm a redhead and I have problems. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're laughing a little hard at that, Scoot. I, it's because there's a picture of Kitty behind you. Oh, <laughs> my favorite picture. And so you said, I'm a redhead and I have problems. And I thought, <laughs> I have two of them. <laughs> hey, what would Kitty do? What would Kitty do? Well, embrace life. Embrace it, yeah. Embrace life. I do not exist. Plant. I do not exist to make other people happy, no matter how much society would love for that to be true. I know we're going off the rails, but I can't we stop really, thinking about... We really are. I can't, you can edit it out in post. We'll fix it in post. Um, <laughs> I can't stop thinking about the thing you said about the bathroom situation. Like, if you have to go to the bathroom, do you just go? Or do you mm. wait because other people need you to do something first? I'm in a special, amazing group of women. And we were talking about taking care of ourselves. And yeah, it was brought up like ways that we think about ourselves prioritize ourselves over other people and it was like some other examples um i'm drawing a blank but it was just like basic stuff like do you eat when you're hungry do you sleep when you're tired and then it was like when you have to go to the restroom do you take care of your basic needs basic needs right go to the restroom or do you say no my basic needs put it on weight I'm going to finish this stuff for other people first because they're more important. That is a message you're sending to yourself. And that shit blew my mind Yeah. because I'm always like waiting till the last minute to go to the bathroom. Um, I'm a grown ass woman. 
I should know better. But somehow grown ass woman equates to, yeah, I have problems going to the bathroom and I'm always like running to it. And I'm like, I need to just take care of myself on that basic just go. need. Yeah. This is my basic need. And other people and other actions are not more important than my body and my survival. And they had is, a, what would Kitty do? This, yeah. this is the vibe. I was going to say they had a great thing of like cats are really good mm-hmm. at just taking care of their basic needs. Right. And putting themselves first. Right. right. But gotta, not to an extent where they take advantage of you. Right. They're like, but, these are my needs. Otherwise, we're chill. So, yeah, it turned into what would Kitty do? Mm-hmm. Would Kitty wait to go to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. No. It would just go. It would just, right? Like, it just makes yeah. sense. If you think about it as a cat, it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anyways. just taking, taking care of your basic human needs. Basic take care of your needs. body. Take care of your needs. Take care of your food, your sleep. And then, and then once you have those things done, you can live in the world and go beyond that. But if, if you're trying to go beyond that without doing those basic, basic things. Basic. <laughs> wine. The lift. <laughs> I... I become very Spanish, a Spanish, <laughs> when I'm drinking the wine. <laughs> me gusta el vino. Just, no, me, no sé, no, a, no sé, me gusta el vino. Todo. turn into a gay Spanish guy. <laughs> I'm not. I am no, feminine. A, Why can't I be like an bathroom. awesome, uh, no puedo, <laughs> por que no puedo ser uh, a sassy Spanish woman? No, I'm a gay Spanish man. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Stop it. I am zero percent offended. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Who's gonna fuck around with that? Hell yeah! yeah. yeah. I got that fuck around attitude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, now we're gonna move in to the political slash effects general effects of this crazy fucking time, right? Because we spent a lot of time talking about peasant life in the winter. I say peasant. I mean normal people. You and me. This is what our lives would be. Yeah. You and I, as much as we pretend, right, none of us would be kings and queens in the castle. Yeah. We, yeah. That was one people out of 100,000 people. One person. The odds <laughs> are not in our favor. As much as it is in our favor to be Jeff Bezos, right? So we are the normal people. Yeah. Even in the NFL. Like the odds to be in the NFL. There's a lot of people in the NFL. Exactly. We're not in Who the- earn it, right? Yeah. Generally earn it through hard work. And it's still like. It's impossible. Like, oh, we're going to go off the rails again. <laughs> when I joined the military, I heard so much about how special we were to be in the military. Oh my god, that was oh, our like, favorite the thing to tell us. We're the one percent. You're the one percent of the American population that was allowed in. Lucky you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Trying to get us to drink the Kool-Aid, right? But there's a fuck ton of people in the military. There's a lot. And that's just one percent of America. Yes. Yeah. And we're not talking about the one percent of the population, right? We're talking about the few, the Five to ten people. The few, the proud. No, we're not talking about the crayon eaters. <laughs> the or whatever their thing is, yeah. Um, much love to Marines. Uh, I've never met one that didn't make me laugh, and I respect that. <laughs> yeah. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? They're entertaining. They have the best sense of humor. Well. T- 
Okay. I don't know. I stand I by it. I'm army I, and I, I stand by it. it. Marines have the best sense of humor. It's because they're the most messed up. They're the most messed up and the army's a little too, um, yeah, they're not quite as messed up and they're a lot more butt hurt. <laughs> Myself <army>. included. <laughs> yeah. It's because the, the Marines get made fun of so much. Yeah. They, that they're just they, like, whatever. The army gets made fun of and they're like, hey, you knocked that off. We also have the, the idea that we deserve to be respected right mm. and so the worst of us leans in not the best of us but the worst of us does yeah and so it's like it it's not so much funny as it is uncomfortable and awkward yeah because <laughs> someone's gonna go on a killing spree if you make him too upset and he's in your unit so you're like Ooh, and i feel like the marines don't have that issue i might be wrong though i don't know all I know is that every Marine I've met has the best sense of humor. Um, they really, yeah. And every Army person I've met, which is a lot more, have a lot of anger issues. They get butt hurt pretty quick. Our, yeah. You know, and when you put it like that, I completely agree. You make right? fun of a Marine, they're like, ah, that's funny. They make, never get butt hurt. Make fun of you anyone can make else. Fun of them all you want. Like, oh my god, they get so upset. Right. They're like, well, no, then. Like, yeah. Oh, chill out. It's yeah. just a. Respect to the army, myself included. I also get butt hurt, right? Like yeah. I'm not saying, oh, how dare you? I'm just saying the Marines, man, they've unlocked some secret. We just it's get the crayons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just gotta get roasted enough to where you go. Ah, oh, I don't care. I'm expecting it. I I think Scoot could use that. <laughs> Getting roasted more. No one roasts. Who roasts you? You. You you married me, so that's a good start. <laughs> you roast you could me, use babe. more of it. <laughs> you roast me the most. No way, is that for real? The mostest. Um, no, you don't roast me that much, but you do call me out a lot on stuff. That's because everyone else is afraid to. It's because I love you, babe. And no, it's because you're it's tall because and I handsome. Take care of you. And people assume that you're perfect because of our society. And you married an autistic person who's like, well, you're kind of fucked up in these ways. Yeah. I'm just calling it like I see it. I don't know a better way to do it. <laughs> oh, well. What do you do? It's the best my, I could do. My point stands, though. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Back to. What were we talking about? The effects of this crazy fucking decade of solid pure winter horror yeah i mean we've been kind of easing into it and i hope it doesn't diminish this was 10 fucking years of snow of no crops of massive death and famine all i'm hearing is 10 years of christmas and that sounds like a good <laughs> thing just we're moving the trees in guys yeah but the thing is that we got a dirt floor it, already just plant it plant even that if it fucker was christmas nobody has anything to give you we don't have anything like they don't oh, yeah. they're all just pheasants i found this um rock in a few feet of snow outside no way mm -mm, it's kind of pretty i found a rock i think you're kind of pretty here you go hey thank you <laughs> i think you're pretty Hey. <laughs> okay, you found a we rock get married. in some snow. We should. <laughs> we should do that. Oh, wait. Oh. We did. Oh, my God. It's okay, crazy. Wait, I don't know said... if you ever feel like this with someone <laughs> you're married to, but you look at them and you're like, oh, my God, I married that person? What I know. the fuck? <laughs> I'm so excited because this podcast, I feel like we've just gotten drunker 
the longer it's gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've really loosened up <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> We're so uptight. In the past We're 20 so minutes, focused. we've done a good 10 seconds on topic <laughs> i know we're so focused on the story we're really sticking to our to tiny get it, tables get it through In the last 20 minutes i've been like oh fuck it i'm gonna say whatever i want i want to hear what you have to say though um i forgot what i was talking about to be honest with you fair enough i think it was just this the um how perfect i am i'm pretty sure the most perfect person i've ever met correct and you really stick to your morals continue and i just think <laughs> You're so pretty, and you treat Thank me you. super well. Oh, and you make me lunch every single day. I do, and I really appreciate that. You I wake clean up the house. super early. You clean the house. Yeah, you do these podcasts. You do all the research. <laughs> Does that's I fun just for think me? You're amazing. I think you're pretty amazing. I wouldn't make you lunch otherwise. I hope you know. I know. I know. <laughs> I'd be like, make your own fucking lunch. Be an adult. I know That's how what I would easily, say. <laughs> I know how easily you would stop making lunches. I would. So that's why I try so hard. You have done amazing. Because be I've like, been making you lunches I, for years at this point. I, I'm so impressed. Years. We've only done one year, so it's you've been making lunch for a year. No, no, no. What? I have been making oh, you, you and I lunches since we Ooh. were dating in the military. Oh, no. I shouldn't have said that. It's been at least uh, two and a half years. I know. You're amazing. Almost three years. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Correct. <laughs> I know how easily you'd be like, I'm not fucking making you lunch. Right? Right. I, I know that. And yep. every day you're like, oh, it's no problem, babe. Yep. It's no problem. It's super easy. And you're, right. Like, you're right. You're right. I would. You. I'm a Gemini. I would literally turn on a dime. Oh, I know. If you, I, if I, I was like, it's not worth it, I'm then waiting. it's no longer worth it. <laughs> I'm waiting for the day, and I oh. cannot believe it's still going. <laughs> You've like, been I, doing good. I know one day I'm gonna wake up and be like, "Hey, where's the lunch?" And you're gonna be like, "I'm not fucking making you lunches anymore. I'm making you lunches for too damn long. Make uh, your own damn lunch." And so I'm just uh, like. Baby, thank you so much. <laughs> You're amazing. The okay. lunches are so good. Which is all true. <laughs> Correct. Right? But I know the day where I'm like, where's my lunch? You're like, I'm never nope. making you fucking lunch again. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Would you? Would you make lunch for someone who said that to you? No. Hell no. So Hell no. I work extra hard. Right. Extra hard to make sure you know how appreciative I am. Well, it works. Because you make me feel it. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it up. Yeah grasshopper it's a privilege <laughs> not a right <laughs> um most of life is most of life is as we are learning today even food oh yeah good god okay the best part of learning history is learning how lucky like just on we a are. like you wake up you get breakfast we woke up that's the first part yeah we got to wake I up woke up today. and i could feel my toes <laughs> yeah. I can get out of bed and put on something warmer if I feel like it. There's no cow shit something in the cozy. corner. Yeah. Oh my god, it's quiet. It's a vibe. I can turn on I my don't hear electric fan. <laughs> and the shuffling of pigs running in the corner. <laughs> donkey. I'm a donkey. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk about the after effects of this crazy fucking winter. Okay. Right? Again, not a lot of history and accounts. So we have to look at what happened in the years after to kind of 
surmise what these people went through. Ooh, excuse me. Yeah. That's the mic. I mean, it makes sense, right? If you're going to... To get history, they have to write it down. They have to preserve it somehow. And Some, if they're already struggling to, like, eat and do basic things, do you think they're going to go out there and write shit down? Mm. Like, they got more important things to worry about. Right? It's like, when do you keep journals? Right? There's people who keep journals. But even people who keep journals, which once was me, not yeah. so much since I've grown up, because I got shit to do. I got responsibilities. Yeah. How selfish of me to take 20 minutes to go write nothings in a journal and then to have the space in the house to keep years of journals. Yeah. Right? And be like, that stuff's important. Um and you all should respect it. Like that is a big ask today when we have all these comforts, right? Who's doing that shit back then? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it makes sense that they don't have a lot of records for these few years. And it's like mostly after the fact, but But it's important to think about what they were going through. Right. Um, and use reason and logic, right? Yeah. No emotions. Yeah. Well, I think logic leads to emotion. I'm being sarcastic. Emotions are so important because they let you know when shit is fucked up. Yeah. If shit is fucked up, is your brain going to tell you first? No, it will not. It's your heart. It is. And your gut that's going to be like pissed off. (laughs) Aww. (laughs) Okay. Aww. So um, there is an... Tell me something. We're going to go back to historians here. There's an unpopular theory... Right? This is generally considered a controversial idea. Oh, I can't wait. That weather apocalypse tips societies into chaos. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Absolutely. That's a controversy? Yes, it's controversial. People argue against that? Yes. I'm telling you, historians are in a bubble. If the weather went crazy, people wouldn't go crazy it doesn't necessarily imply that because people like being peasants and poor and that's just how people are no none of us normal people like it it's just our only fucking option people don't mind starving they don't mind being frozen for months and months on end you're just keeping people on the end of a stick right yeah and then you cut that stick shorter and people are gonna get fed the fuck up yeah it's obvious. Ask any normal person. I feel like it's the, obvious. The human will to survive is paramount. So strong, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, of course, if the weather changes and you're all about to die, shit's gonna go crazy. Like, like social rules are gonna fall apart because they're like, I'm literally about to die. You think I give a shit what you think? I'm trying to stay alive right now. So that completely makes sense to me. I agree. It makes sense to me, too, Um, which is why I was surprised. I haven't gone through and read because I'm not a full time historian. I have other things to do with my life. I haven't gone through and read. (laughs) have a life. Every single like article. I'm not engaged in the bubble, but I had the option to be in the bubble in a previous life in my life, but in like a previous version of who I was. And I chose not to be in it because I just didn't like how people were yeah i wasn't here for it um oh i had to plug my computer back in i'm so paul i'm so sorry if you hear the buzzing now my screen's really really bright i can see it reflecting off of your face (laughs) i'm so shiny 
Shiny. Shiny. Mm -mm -mm. We should watch Moana again. It's a good movie. Okay. Problem number one. In 541. This is not the first problem. This is just one of the big problems first on my list. Right. So 541. This is... 536, first volcano. 540, second volcano. The first one was three volcanoes at once. Let's right. not forget. Right. So they have been in this fucking winter fucked up merry-go-round for five years. That's a long time. People complaining about COVID. Ugh, God. People don't know. They don't even fucking know. It drives me crazy. Anyway. They've been in this for five years, and then the very first on-record bubonic plague hits, 541. It's called the Justinian Plague, but it's oh the first record we have of bubonic plague. I mean, I wonder if it has something to do with it. Um, I I have read some interesting theories on how it... Of course it has something to do with it. Of, to me, it's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's like The right whole after of all the that. world is changed for these few decades. Anything that happens in these decades is directly related to the problems in food shortages and suffering that people experience due to the extreme weather. Yeah. Everything. But somehow we're still here today. Yeah, we fucking made it through. We fucking made it through. But this is the first bubonic plague. Do you have a guess or you want me to just roll through it? A guess of what? What? Why? That would suddenly be an issue. Well, because number one, people are starving. They're uh -huh. barely making it through, uh -huh. and then they're, like, cold, sick, tired. You said, like, a ridiculous amount of the population died or something. And then a plague hits. Right. So it's like, yeah. Well, what carries the plagues? Fleas. On? Rats. Rats. So if you suddenly are entrenched in an endless winter, or a fucked up, like, cloudy, no summer, the ships are fucked up situation. Right. What's going to change? In my mind, this is all out of my mind. The trade routes. Oh, the yeah. The trade routes are going to fucking change. Yeah. Because they can't rely on their old routes and they have to be creative. So if you change up the trade routes, that's going to change up the creatures that tag along on the trade routes. Yeah. So that could have been... A reason. A direct correlation between the weather and the beginning of the bubonic plague. My mind me. went to animals in the house trying to stay warm all this stuff the rats are trying to stay warm too right? also yes so they're coming inside yes that's where the little bit of food is yeah that's where the warmth is they're gonna come inside even if it's the walls the edges doesn't matter yeah, they'll the they're gonna try fleas, to survive too the fleas are gonna get to you um so the byzantine empire remember with justinian yeah, yeah. This plague killed between, we don't know for sure, but between a third and half of their total population. That's a big number. It's a, it's a big fucking like, deal. if you were to cut America in half. Yeah, I don't, that's half I'm, your family. I think America. That's half the people you know. Yeah, uh, America is roughly like 300 and something million people. I have no idea. I think. I think it's I like, know that when I stayed in a village in China, I lived there for a few years, it was a village of eight billion. So not eight eight million. I was gonna eight say million. Eight. My apologies. I think eight New York million. is nine million. Right. But I think America as a whole is three hundred and something. But uh, uh, cut that in half, right? That's a big number. It's that huge. is a really that's like what It's a lot of free open not free because capitalism, but open housing. hundred and fifty <laughs> million price people just die. 
That's like, fucked up. Oh, granted, their population at that time probably wasn't that big, but just to put it in terms of how many people today, that's a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. And that's just America. That's not Europe. The affected lands of this plague included all the areas surrounding the Mediterranean. Yeah. Definitely. But we also have record of it spreading all the way to England and Ireland. Wow. This first one. That's a huge distance. It is a big distance. In the fucking winter. Remember, I said they don't travel. They don't have skis. They're crossing oceans. Well, barely. The other quote talked about how the the ships are getting lost constantly because the oceans were all fucked up. Yeah, they got no stars to navigate. I've covered my bases. Yeah. I, I laid the foundation for how fucked up this shit is, right? Um, but it got that far. The first one did. Um, changes. Okay. The next thing, we're going to talk a little bit about Scandinavia, which I think is really interesting, including the areas of Sweden, Norway, that whole, like, three-finger district. I think it's appropriate to say three-finger district. Yeah. The <laughs> three-finger district. They're countries. They're their own cultures and areas, but I'm going to call them a district. Don't be mad. You guys are amazing. Anyway, they like the snow, right? We've talked about how they've been... They had the skis, they had the lined houses. You'd think they'd be the most ready right. for this interminable winter. They had over 75% of their villages abandoned wow. at this time. Wow. Yeah, just completely abandoned. They Their official funerals during this time, like where they had ceremonies and stuff, and we have evidence of that, dropped off by 90%. Wow, so only probably the elite are getting it. People were dying too fast. Yeah. They couldn't do all the official funerals. There's also um, a well-known thing where during this period, the Scandinavians were dumping chestfuls and hordes of gold into their rivers and lakes. Wow. So we assume it's like to appease the gods. Right. But (laughs) there's got to be a reason Right? It could be anything. Trying to create some kind of balance. Um, and a lot of historians in on the bright side. I do like historians for all the shit I've been talking today. I respect them. I love history. Um, but they think that this period led to the big thing that's coming, the Viking expansion. When they start oh. going out to England and going out to Ireland and the continents and invading and taking shit and taking land, that didn't start happening till like the 600s, 700s. And it's because they all got crammed into the bottom of their countries because they had to abandon all their old home. Yeah. Because it got too fucking cold. And then they had to move more than that. Yeah. yeah. And they needed more space. Yeah. So they went south. So how interesting is that, right? That's super Everyone cool. knows about the Vikings yeah. fucking invading and shit. Why'd that happen? Probably because of this. Other political changes? I'm going to go through a list. So kind of open your mind to the whole world and just try to keep little, like, what I like to do is have a world map in my mind yeah. and put little thumbtacks, mental thumbtacks, right? That's so we've a good done idea. Scandinavia, we've done the Mediterranean with the plague. We've got the Turks and Mongol, which is modern-day Mongolia. They started to move west. They had a big collapse and started to move west. We've got the northern Wei and Sui empires that fell in China. So we had major dynasties hundreds of years that fell. 
fall of the Avars. This is the people who were the nomads of the whole southern region of modern-day Russia. They're called the Avars. Okay. They died off or fell. Fall of Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. I'm so sorry I'm pronouncing that wrong, but that is the, you know, you've heard of that famous stepped period pyramid in Mexico, just right. northeast of Mexico City. Yeah. This is when that city was bo- not just fell, it got sacked and burned by its people Wow. at this time in Mexico. It's a lot of stuff ending. We got the fall of the Gupta Empire in India, which is a major hundred long, long empire collapsed. We've got... um the final endings, the Eastern Roman Empire turned into the Byzantine Empire, um, which we talked a lot about the Byzantine Empire, but this was like the transition. And so that's like a final like, bye-bye, the Romans are gone. That yeah. Roman Empire is finally gone because of this. Uh, a little side story, Justinian, who we've brought up a couple times. Right. Um, it is the plague is called the Justinian Plague because he was emperor when it hit mostly his lands and then everywhere else around it. He decided to re-get Italy because they're all obsessed with Italy. And so he launches a full invasion at the beginning of 536. Wow. So it's still winter, right? Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't fucking know. He's like, spring's coming. Sends an invasion. Spring never comes. Yeah. The enemy is like, it's an omen. We're fucked. They give up. He gets it within the year. Right? But then spring still doesn't come. Yeah. It's still winter. A year comes, another spring. It's still winter. And so the enemies, which are the Goths, you've probably heard of the Gothic Wars. That's what this is. They're like, we should take that shit back. And so they launch a counter assault. And this leads into a war, the Gothic Wars, for 20 years. Wow. Massive war thousands of people all over the place right and after 20 years the byzantine empire finally wins italy they finally win and then three years later the germans invade take it (laughs) and take it wow (laughs) so it's just war 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 right people are fucking pissed off that's that thing it's cold makes you grouchy yeah. It makes you grouchy. You need that vitamin D. You're going to get pissed and, you know, go kill some people. Um, also, in the Persia slash Iranian area, we have the end of the Sassanid Empire. Another ending. However, in the Iran area, we have the opposite effect because of this. And they, because they're a desert, they actually become more fertile. Really? In this time, because that desert area, it's not like it becomes an area of green, right? Right, right. But they become fertile enough to, ex- uh, the land does, to experience a literal population explosion. Wow. So they've gone from desperate and scraping by, you know, because they're in the fucking hottest part. Yeah. Everyone else is suddenly desperate and scraping by, and they're like, we have what we need. It's mild now. Yes. Yeah. And so they have a huge population explosion. So this leads to, A, the founding of Islam. Wow. Yes, it hasn't been a thing yet. 
It's like the early 600s when the founding happens, but it's like a result. Population explosion. They have this whole culture and this people brewing. The founding. And then they have so many people that Muslims eventually take over Persia, take over Byzantium, take over Turkey. They just kind of take yeah. over everything because everyone else has lost everyone and they have gained all these That's so cool. people. Yeah. And it's all because of this tiny little ice age that just yeah. set off a bunch of shit. And everyone was just trying to live their lives in their little hovels with their subsistence farming. So I'm here to say, watch out if you're trying to go live in the woods because you don't know <laughs> what nature's got in store for you. Right. Okay, as a final thing, because I just went through a ton of like huge things, right? Okay, before I go into the final thing, do you have any thoughts? Nothing new. I mean, it's just such a crazy time to be alive you said it earlier the year 536 it's just the worst year 536 to be alive absolutely and it sounds like pretty much every empire Uh around the world just fell or changed dramatically and it's just like if we have record of it it changed yeah it's just insane if we don't have record of it we don't know but i'm like I, i have almost no records where it's like stayed pretty much the same no everything changed everything was upheaved it's a big year. 536. Pretty cool. And yeah. it seems like catastrophes in the weather might change. Pollu- I don't know. I can't see how you would argue against that. But perhaps it has to do with the extremity of catastrophe. But this yeah. seems like a pretty extreme one. And even that has been argued. And yeah. I'm like, it's pretty clear it was a big deal. And literally every possible way, even just looking at the documents, every angle you can take has been, this is a big deal. Yeah. This was a big time. Shit was changing. Okay, so the final thing I want to mention is another thing from the Scandinavian culture, aka the Vikings. Have you heard of the word Fimble Winter? Yes. Okay, tell me what you know. Um, I think it's like the eternal winter or something. It's the lead up to Ragnarok. Okay. I know you know Ragnarok because you play God of War games. I'm sure a lot of people have played the God of War games. I think that's why I know Fimble Winter. Exactly. A little bit. So what do you know of Ragnarok? Just like in one sentence? It's essentially the end of world for vikings yes it's the end of the world right period right so thimble winter in mythology is supposed to be the three years of winter leading up to ragnarok yeah and so there's a theory out there that um thimble winter and ragnarok is a cultural memory right like our shared cultural memory of a flood we can make a i can make a whole episode of that yeah there it's in the bible but also it's a memory in every culture in the world uh it's a cultural memory of this period in time yeah so they think this fimble winter very likely refers to this decade yeah that led into constant warring and changing and fucked up shit that happened because it was just winter 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 and then people lost it which how would you not how would you not you got a listener recap moral of the story um the year 536 sucked why volcanoes essentially well the unknown mystery volcanoes mystery north american volcanoes Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but if you lived then you didn't know what it was yeah blocked out the sky and so it was 
is dropped colder than it has in the last winter is coming years or something yeah and it couldn't grow anything couldn't do yeah it just sucked and every empire fell mm-hmm. or changed mm-hmm. dramatically mm-hmm. and it just sucked to be alive for that five ten years especially that five ten years yeah think of ireland that little island failure bread failure bread failure yeah. bread like just again and again and again just yeah I can't believe I found it more than one year because every reference said oh it only says it one year but they only they all referenced different books right and so I went and looked at every single book and I even found an additional book that had the missing year yeah and it was in that missing year like it's crazy G, uh, that was an excellent recap Thank you. Would you like to hear my moral of the story first? Or you want to give yours? I want to hear yours first. Um, okay. It's kind of a difficult one, I think, to extrapolate a moral from because nature is a, dare I say it, force of nature. Yeah. You, you can't do anything about it. You can old-hearted bitch. You can weather it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mother in Earth. In a good way. In Get a good it. Way. Yeah. I'm here for it. She's here to... Live her kitty life, all right. <laughs> oh, we're bringing it back. She's not gonna. She don't care about what you got going on. Mm-mm. She's doing her own thing. You can. She needed suck everyone to chill, yo. Bro, chill. Oh my god, that was so good. Everyone needs to chill. Just chill out. Chill out. Chill out. My moral is, um, be open to new answers mm-hmm. and stop calling people emotional. Which yeah. I guess I'm telling myself. I'm just like, acknowledge it. And see them as valid. I think bro chill out is... The best. Oh yeah, absolutely. My moral. Bro chill out. Bro chill out. Thank you for making everyone wait for your very long yawn I'm in sorry. the middle of the podcast. It's right very in the exciting. Of I was talking <laughs> bro chill out. Alright, thanks to Teresa Sudam for the amazing what, music what? as always. Yeah. We're so lucky. She's got a great new Superstar song. right there. Uh, and um, please subscribe, rate, review, or not. You do you. You do you, boo-boo. You do you, boo-boo. It's lit, fam. It's lit, fam. Um, and uh, let us know if you have any ridiculous stories that you'd like me to explain to Scoot while he's sleepy or if you'd like Scoot to explain wake up snap 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 oh, way. oh, way. <laughs> oh my god wonderful and with that 